This is fine. I love your background so much. Did you remove the dog? Or is it dog? Uh, it was in one of those like listicles that came out on like day three of everyone being quarantined of like, here's ten funky zoom backgrounds to download for your next meeting. Wow. <laughs> I really hope that you Googled funky zoom backgrounds. No, it was just everywhere that you just ruined all my dreams. I love <laughs> it. It is great. I'm curious about other ones too. I think I might need to do a Zoom background from now on. Maybe there's like a painting or something. Like The Last Supper. (laughs) How's it going? It's going all right. How are you? I'm good. Monday means nothing. So, I don't know. It's a good day. (laughs) It is a day. I'm like spending more of my time in this room than on the weekend that's kind of what weekends are now just not being in a particular room (laughs) so yeah my home office is in my bedroom and Mm -hmm. i think i calculated how much time i spend in my bedroom now and it's a sad amount of time and i don't Mm -hmm. i immediately was just like i need to forget this number and so i just left it it left it's a lot of time it really is I mean, that's like 80 hours a week with just sleep and work with five, a five-day week and then the weekends. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm liking our tentative on Mondays. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> the Monday version. Yeah, the Monday version. How's this going for you? How's this time working for you, Kyle? It's fine. All time is the same now. So it's not I even know. like I, I barely understand the difference between the weekday and the weekend. I know. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Oh, I don't even remember. Every day is the same. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I did some yard work. I did some cleaning. And I did some drawing, which I think we've Ooh. talked about. What'd you draw? I drew a pineapple. Oh, that's and awesome. And Texas clouds. Are those different from usual clouds? Totally. Everything bigger. is bigger in Texas. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, I actually think there is a difference between the clouds in Texas and the clouds in the Northeast where, I don't know, either that or I'm just like older and like I've started paying attention to things like that and they amaze me more. I don't know. Hmm. What'd you do this weekend? (laughs) Anything more interesting than what I did? No, same. Same baseline. (laughs) Oh, I went on a bike ride for like an hour and a half. Went through all these neighborhoods and uh, it was really great. I love being outside. It was like one nice day on Saturday. So did that, read, ate food, drank some wine, FaceTimed, yeah. the usual. Oh, I also did guitar lessons and stuff. Oh, that's gonna, cool. Yeah, I've been doing that every weekend for about... Well, I've been practicing every day for the most part, but on weekends I like get a lot in. I probably practice like six to eight hours on the weekend. Is this something that you're picking back up? Yeah, I'm making a an effort to be able to know what the formations are for every for the chords and everything. It's I'm already like a thousand times further than <laughs> from before <sighs> because when I learned, I taught, I taught myself in high school, and I only use I use tabs. So now that I'm in a situation where I want to play with people and not just alone in my room, it's just so much faster to just have someone tell you to play 
like G to C to A, then uh, first finger on the sixth string. Like, that sucks. Like, I'm not going to. That's way too long. (laughs) So it's fun to learn the language of it. Yeah. So I've been thinking about doing the same thing because I have been revisiting drawing, taking like a class. I feel like I'm missing so much of like the basics that I had in high school and college. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) This is the time. Right. Don't have this be six, six months from now and be like, (laughs) oh, I should have done that class. Now I have no time to do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that this will impact how people see their time? Definitely. I think it already has. Every time we talk, we're always like, I don't know what day, weekends? What? I don't know. (laughs) So yeah, for sure. What do you think? I think it's a chance for us to like really experiment with things. One of the things that I, I haven't fully formed into like a thought yet, but like since we are all working remote and there's like times when a lot of my work is like, focused work, it doesn't really matter what day it is, right? Like, doesn't necessarily, like, a weekend is just a concept, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I could technically spread my time out during the week so it spreads across evenly across all seven days as opposed to in five days. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, a thing that's, I'm like, huh, how can I, like, rearrange my time to, like, Maybe if like spread it across all seven or is it like, can I work like four 10 hour days instead and like have longer weekends? I've been thinking a little bit more about like the flexibility of like time doesn't matter. (laughs) What can I do to like maybe change things for the better? Yeah, I love that. I was thinking that too. I do wonder like how many companies after this we'll be like hey we actually don't need that office and we worked totally fine remotely or how many people will be like oh my god i need to get out of the house please open up the office again so i can leave this place yeah i think about that too and i was thinking this weekend as well it was was sunday and i had i had like a few hours i was kind of like didn't really have anything to do i was kind of bored i didn't really want to do certain things and i was like i could totally work right now that'd be great actually I'm like I, I i would do something for like a few hours today and then just kind of pick off a few hours during the week and and then then that's kind of where that started too i was like i wonder yeah i wonder how far this can go right it's interesting that we're keeping our schedule right now like how it is like how it was when we we're in an office <laughs> just anticipating us returning to an office. But yeah, what if we just don't? <laughs> That'd be really interesting because it's just these, the weekends right now seem pretty arbitrary. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they like, they show up and I'm like, cool. Okay. Here's two days yeah. I have in a row where I'm just going to do nothing that I just something very different from the other five days kind of, but not really because <laughs> I'm in the same place. Yeah. It's so weird that like that was like completely normal and now now we're like why why is that? <laughs> like, yeah. Wh- what what made us The thing is it's hard because you have to get everyone on board, you know? It's so easy to have everything standardized. So like no matter who mm-hmm. you're working with with clients or new people you bring on to the team, it's just everyone's already acclimated to this Monday through Friday thing yeah. or Monday through Thursday, whatever. 
some companies don't do the five days. So man, I just wish it was easier to get people on the same page about those, about those things and like let people just kind of live in their own, (laughs) their own way (laughs) of like how they divvy up their time. Yeah. I imagine that will become, well, I guess some of it depends on, on how long this lasts. I know like places in Texas are already saying like, oh, we're going to lift the quarantine expectation or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can see some places being like, okay, we need to get back to work. And some places, yeah. us included, being like, oh, we're good. Yeah. So it, I think I think some of that is like really really interesting i think some of this is like i'm a big baseball fan and and just like thinking of the ways of them to be able to like get the baseball season in and how they could potentially do that and like they too need to be very creative about where they play and how they play and who they invite in and like what's going on with all of that yeah i was listening to the daily by the New York Times <laughs> plug, and there was an episode about just this weird new science fiction type future <laughs> that we're living, where people are divided between the susceptibles <laughs> and the immunes. Oh, oh gosh, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yeah, to think about. I think there's several books that are based on like that. Yeah, premise. Like, and one thing. Too, what what was interesting was just how in the future, you know, future meaning not that far away, like few months maybe. There has there's there needs to be an easy way to be able to show what side of the coin you're you on are. and how. What is that? Yeah. I mean, I think they're saying in in China they have QR codes pretty much that they scan wow. that kind of show their status. So I'm curious about that and how that will. If it does play out over here, what that would look like. I just, I'm not sure you heard a little ding. Did you hear something? Nope. Well, I have this extension for Chrome that lets you know when you should take a break from your screen Mm -hmm. to like adjust your posture or, you know, stare at something far away to relax your eyes. And um, in Boston, we had a workshop on Friday with a physical therapist and she was telling us all sorts of tips and tricks for sitting correctly at your computer. Mm-hmm. And it was very helpful. I'm sitting right now with a pillow, which has been very great for my back. I had no idea that that would be so helpful. So I look like a big dork right now and I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah, but no one can see that you're sitting on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like it? It's great. Yeah. So that was a cool thing that we did and we shared that with the rest of the company yeah i started i got like halfway through so for me and for the listeners what are what are your hot takes oh my god what can i do to uh have better posture well not to spill this content everywhere but then again (laughs) i think it's kind of the best part was the t-rex arms you should like be able to have movement Mm -hmm. with your arms out like a t-rex so like meaning your laptop is sitting underneath your hands rather than you like kind of craning upwards to type and then just you know feet on the floor i think that was the biggest thing for me was just like the mobility of your arms to make sure and like they should be at your sides and 
taking breaks to stretch your back and your legs and you shouldn't stay in any position for more than an hour. Mm -hmm. So every hour you should move, do something else, stand, sit. This is something, this is really hard for me to to do, but I I used to have a timeout app on my Mac many, many years ago, but I would just blatantly ignore every time it would tell me to stop. So what the hell? Like, I just can't, because I was in the middle of a thing. So that's, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Mm -hmm. To like break your, but this one, you know, every 20 minutes, she has like a 20, 20, 20 rule, like every 20 minutes stare at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds to relax your eyes since they're tense and looking at something really close to you. Yeah. So that was it. You know, really great. At one point there was a cat kind of <laughs> po- poked in and we we're all watching the cat very intently to see what the cat would do because she was ready to pounce, but then she just got bored and went away. Oh. So that was like a highlight, I think, as well. Yeah, so, but that was cool that we did that. Yeah. The T-Rex arms were in the first few minutes. Um, And it's something that I've learned the hard way because I've definitely, instead of raising my arms up, I'll raise my shoulders up. Oh, no. And it's just like my my shoulders tend to like hurt a lot when I do that. So I know like the right angles that she was talking about and having your arms in close. Something that I've... I've unfortunately already learned the hard way. Yeah, that's a tough way to learn something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And speaking of laptops, I'm finally getting a new computer. Ooh. I think I'm the last person in the company to have a 20, what is this, 2015? Yeah, 2015. That's my computer. Because I think they came out with the new ones in 2016, the, the touch bar. Really? So you must have been like just oh. after the cutoff. Yeah, because I was like, there's no way I'm getting a new one right now. I don't want all that. I, I don't want to get all the adapters. So now it's caught up with me. Mm-hmm. I just got a bunch of adapters <laughs> in preparation for this new spaceship I'm about to take control of. I don't have a touch. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to love it. But I know that the keyboard has weird issues. So who knows what's going to happen? I think they fixed <laughs> the keyboard. And I mostly oh, just ignore the touch bar. I think people make a big deal out of Something yeah. that's not not that big of a deal. <laughs> that's a big that's big news for me. News. It's coming. It's on its way. The last time I had an upgrade, I was pretty surprised at how seamless it was. They do a very good job of letting you transfer everything. Oh, good, nice. Yeah, I have like a desktop folder that has a desktop folder in it that has one in it that has one in it that has one in it. So I have like just, and this is all crap that's on my desktop. Yeah. Everything else is in the cloud, but. Have you been working on anything exciting? Yes. (laughs) By the time this airs, it'll be done. Um, um, I'll tell myself in the future, that was fun. Nice job. (laughs) Um, So we're running a lightning design jam, a live one with the product team at HBR who are former clients of ours. We've done a couple of design sprints with them, like larger research engagements that lasted about a month each. And um, the lightning design jam is something that is a tool that you can use to solve virtually like any problem with any number of people. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> I 
discovered it through a Google search <laughs> before <laughs> before a sales call that we were on. And the point of the meeting was to kind of identify opportunities for improvement that we could potentially structure like an engagement around. So that was a perfect way of sussing out the opportunities and challenges. So yeah, it's going to be about an hour and I'm really excited. It should be interesting to try that format. Cool. So we've been doing a lot of workshops these days and figuring out content yeah. for them. And it's been really interesting being part of that. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of unseen work that goes in to those things. It's one of those, you know, and you and I, oh my God, we have this conversation like a thousand times in our one-on-ones about like, I would tell you something that's going on and you're like, is it really that quick? I'm like, yeah, I'll be like two seconds. <laughs> you're like, is it though? <laughs> and then fast forward to like three weeks later, I'm giving you like this brain dump of everything on my plate because everything would have taken two seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. There's a lot of invisible work and in everything. Yeah. We tend to like, like to skip over some of the like nitty gritty, especially... I think when you do say like, even if it is a task that just takes like, let's say 20 minutes or even yeah. five minutes, like it's still your headspace before and after needs to like change from one thing to the next. So mm-hmm. there's usually like two X or three X time and <laughs> hidden in every task. Yeah. The invisible time. Yeah. The context switch is, is huge. Mm-hmm. I'm doing sort of that right now with like, uh, I'm writing some HTML, CSS for an app. Wow. And it's interesting because I forgot about like, it's not as easy as just write the thing and ship it. Like you have to write the thing, put it in a PR and then get a PR review, make sure and follow up with the, yeah. <laughs> make sure you get the review. And then like, it's, it's interesting that like so much of the work can be not actually doing the work, but communicating the work and following up on the work. Mm-hmm. I have my face on a card that should technically take three minutes, <laughs> but the amount of over, like the me finding a person to pair on a little thing, doing the PR, it's going to take like probably a week. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know what card you're talking about and it's a small yeah. change on our website that I was like, oh, I'll do that. That'll only take a few minutes doing the same thing. It's, but it's not that simple because yeah, there's so much. Yeah. <laughs> a, oh a five minute task is probably going to take like two hours. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, do you want to <laughs> talk about the consulting course that we're doing? Oh, yeah, we're giving a consulting course. I think one of the pain points for, for ThoughtBotters has been we throw them into the deep end in terms of consulting. A lot of people, designers, developers come here with without consulting experience or direct consulting experience. And the course is meant to sort of allow a safe place to practice, even for people who have been consulting for a while. We've only run one so far, but I found it really helpful for me to sort of walk through some of those scenarios too. It's mostly role-playing. So the first one, I gave like a 10-ish minute chat on some consulting basics. And then we ran through four scenarios in small groups of four people. 
And then we came back together as a large group of 20-ish and talked about sort of some of our learnings where we found the biggest challenges. Yeah, so, that was great. So we're, we're preparing for week two. Each week is going to be themed. So the first week was consulting basics. Next week is going to be our long-term projects. And then we have uh, MVP type projects and rapid validation projects and then code review, design review projects. So the idea is that part of it will be an onboarding for new people to ThoughtBot, but also mm -hmm. as a regular thing that we can sort of practice and hone. Uh, consulting skill set is something that we can hopefully sharpen just as, as well as the design and development craft skills. Indeed. It's very helpful to role play out those scenarios. I think it'd be good too to do that with user interviews as well for people who are new to that. Yeah. That's something that I've always wanted to do, but it's just a matter of not scheduling time for it. <laughs> the invisible work. The invisible work. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> for this class to take place, it, it's taken me a while to kind of get everything together and a lot of like, I think even just the thinking time alone uh, is a lot. Each week we're supposed to do like a 10 minute presentation and we do not have present. I've sort of done this iteratively. We don't have presentations for anything outside of week one and two. And some of the, yeah. I've gotten further with the role-playing scenarios but even those, I think like week four and week five still need more shaping, more content. So mm -hmm. the nice thing is that these are every other week just because the time commitment was felt like a lot for, for ThoughtBotters. We're asking 90 minutes. Uh, I felt like every other investment day would be a nice sort of rhythm to the quarter to get people enough of like a practice, but without like overloading them with mm -hmm. investment time stuff. I was leading one of the breakout sessions. And one thing that we did was, so we had four people as it was set up for everyone. It was four people to role play the client's point of view and two to role play the thought potter's point of view. So in my group, we had the two people who were playing client. Let's just say they went off into their own Google hangout into their own like Slack call or whatever. And they deliberated and talked about, what their plan of attack, what their tactic was, what points they wanted to drive home. And then while they were talking, you know, the other two stayed behind and also did the same thing. So it was kind of interesting to come back together as if joining a meeting, you know, and then starting the, the role play from there. And uh, that was really helpful. We, we tried a bunch of different things. The first one was as if it was a meeting with four people. So everyone had the ability and chance to speak. And then we tried also where just two people, one from each side spoke. <laughs> and then the other two people hung back and observed. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, we all, we had, all of us had a discussion about it. And that was, that was a, actually the format we ended up going with the most just because it was for the the amount of time we had, I think it was about 10 minutes per scenario. It was, it was just kind of quicker and like more to the point, yeah. I think just having one person be the point person in each scenario. I, what, what did you guys find when doing like role-playing exercises? So we had one person in our group that was out on PTO. Mm -hmm. So we had a three person team 
So we、mm -hmm. had one client and and two thought botters. I think for the most、okay. part we rotated that, and for the most part that worked out pretty well. There was usually like one person, one thought botter talking more than the other. I think. Um, so it, it、okay. sort of fell into what you're talking about, which is like essentially like two people doing the scenario. The interesting thing is some of the scenarios coming up involve more roles. Okay. So I, and I I just wrote down a note that I, I think what I need to do is be more specific with the instructions. I went back and and one of the pieces of feedback was to to give the scenarios more depth. More detail,、oh, yeah. and so I went and started doing that. And as I was doing that, I was like, "Oh, the, there's multiple roles here, like on the client side or on the thoughtbot side." And so we we can give some of these scenarios a little more depth, which will be, I, I think, it'll be more fun. I'm interested to see how next iteration of scenarios plays out. Me too. I'm excited to see how it evolves.、Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be really helpful. That is one of the reasons that I've I've held off on like things like the presentations and fully crafting all of the scenarios is just because I wanted to see how how the first one went and like not sink too much time treat it like features in an app not sink too much time into one style because、mm -hmm. the two weeks in between it does give me enough time to sort of react to the feedback. Hopefully, everyone will see that and、uh, the scenarios, the role playing will be. A little more interesting this time. Yeah, character development <laughs> and depth, method acting.、Yeah. I mean, I guess we really are method acting because we're always <laughs> thought potters. <laughs> yeah, I found that、um, one of the things that was most interesting that I'm I'm also trying to figure a way around this was the scenarios had written out both like the client headspace and thoughtbot headspace, and one of the things that my team realized was like it's really. Great to build like understanding to get a sense of their heads, like have an understanding of their headspace. So like we were like, oh, we're like sort of cheating here because we're like as the thought botter on the team, I have already have an understanding of of the client's headspace, and or the client already has an understanding of the thought botter's headspace. Yeah, and that that's not the case going into、right. regular consulting. So we we have to、yep. sort of parse that out. That I found really interesting, and one of the things I've been trying to think about is like ways to only give the client instruction to the client, so that the whole team doesn't have a, that that same. But I haven't haven't thought of a good way to like Ooh, make that happen. Like that. Except like just tell people like, oh, don't don't look at that, <laughs> don't read that part, don't look at the other <laughs> side of the slide. <laughs> Well, that's just a, that can be more invisible work of just sending them out beforehand. Oh gosh! But then assigning freaking groups beforehand, and oh my god!、Yeah. Now we're talking like at least three weeks of invisible work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the pieces of feedback was to mix up the groups, which I think is、mm -hmm. really a, a really great idea. But the、mm -hmm. The amount of work that would need to go into that,、oh、my God. <laughs> to like、totally. randomly create groups,、uh, I was just like, ah, that sounds awesome,、yeah. but I don't know how to do that in a way that like wouldn't be a time suck. Yeah, and then 
in order to do that, you have to like still take time to really think of something where you don't, it's like less manual than. So then you're like, oh, what tool should I use? Right. To, and then you're like, oh my god, now it's like Wednesday, and you started thinking about it on Monday. <laughs> I do know and then I, the last course is on thir- yeah. is on Friday. So whoops. <laughs> I know, like, uh, I think Zoom has like a feature. It will automatically sort people oh, into random groups. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen it epically fail. <laughs> I know. I was alone <laughs> once just by myself. So like, I don't trust that. There's like nothing creepier than hitting that randomized feature. <laughs> and so like I was on like a really big call and I I got randomized into just being by myself. And I was like, I feel so left out right now. Like I know that there's like so many people right now <laughs> in breakout groups <laughs> and I can't. And now I'm just alone, like completely alone in my, in this room Knowing that there's there's people being uh, productive and and other break being productive and talking, (laughs) (laughs) so weird. It was a total Jeff Goldblum moment in Jurassic Park where I was like, and now I'm alone talking to myself. (laughs) No, that's that's chaos theory. So yeah, (laughs) you want to take us home? All right, you can find show notes if there are any show notes from this episode. On tentative.fm slash 89. You can tweet at us at tentative.fm. Email us at hosts at tentative.fm. And finally, rate us on iTunes. When you think about pizza, think about how delicious it is. Cheese or no cheese. And rate us uh, what you think about the most delicious piece of pizza you've ever had. Okay. Uh, enjoy your, your time. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to you soon. Enjoy your time too. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Goodbye. This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. ThoughtBot is your expert design and development partner. Let's make your product and team a success.